Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. This is our, what, Doug, fifth day, fourth day, fourth day of me leading these out. I'm not, I'm not as good as Doug, and I am sorry I about that. I great job. Yeah. Um, but Doug and I are very happy to be here with you today. We hope Honor. that yeah. your life right now, that the, listening to this podcast is encouraging you today. We hope it is bringing we do, we do. a smile to your face. Please, God. And a spring to your step. Hallelujah. And giving you a reason to give thanks to the Lord for his goodness to you. So... Um, we're excited to hit Psalm 68. This psalm is going to take a couple of podcasts. It's more than eight verses long, so we are expanding. We're expanding between. So this will be part one of Psalm 68 today. But before we get into that, Doug, what's going on? How are you feeling? You know, I'm doing all right. I'm feeling pretty good. You know, my tailbone has been bugging me a little bit. I <laughs> I know I have maybe complained to you and Debbie about that, but you, it's just you, kind of bugging I'm me. I'm sorry. But, but, you know, all in all, I, I'm doing pretty well. I'm living a good life, you know, and uh, we're here in Louisiana, uh, my old home state. And, uh, you know, I, how long I, how long did you live in Louisiana? <laughs> for a year. That's a year longer than a lot of people. It's a year longer than me. I had never been yeah, in Louisiana yeah. prior to two years so ago. These were my peeps. Yeah. You know, and I used to work with a guy who was a linebacker. See, that's part of the reason. The New Orleans Saints. You like, you like spice, a little bit of spice in your food. It's, it's your days in Louisiana. You know, maybe Louisiana did that for me. It wore you know? off on you a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. I don't know. But you know, just as important is the knuckle, uh, the <laughs> knuckle-headed moment. And, yeah, uh, I was going to ask you if, if that was even, if that was happening today, what oh, your it's thoughts happening were. every day. We're not, we can't, we can't. Uh, it's become a mainstay. Yeah, yeah, we can't okay. let it go. We can't okay. conclude it because people are waiting for it now. And, now, uh, now they're expecting that. So it's that. your turn. So it is. You might That's be a knucklehead right. if. If you leave your shopping cart out in the middle of a parking lot, you Hallelujah. know, Praise we God. went to Kroger today after our five mile walk to pick That's up right. some cream and, That's you know, some right. cheap food that we should not be eating, but we got them anyway. You know what? We got them anyway. And it's okay. It's okay to once in a while enjoy life. It is. And I mean, not that our diet is torture in any way, shape, I'm or not form. not anymore, but your diet. Yeah. yeah, it's my diet now because, you know, Doug lost an ungodly I amount of good. weight yeah, in I'm, an ungodly short amount of time. You know, if I was a handsome man, I'd look really good. But I, I look good. Doug, Doug has referred to himself with terms like eye candy. <laughs> so yeah. it's like Joe. He's no, like my I said Joe. I was eye candy when I was Yes, younger. I said you've used that in reference to yourself. My Joseph is the same way. My son Joseph, he's yeah. 12. Yeah. He's yeah. him and him and Uncle Doug are very similar in ways, but you know, Joe will look in the mirror and say hello beautiful. I don't think we're having any ego issues going on there. I think he's doing great in that department. I'm Joe's okay. the one that in the morning on Sundays, you know, I'll say, Joe, you look really good this morning. And what does he say? 
I know. I know. I saw Joe cut. So I told everyone, I wanted everybody to feel good about themselves. <laughs> so I woke up and Debbie got dressed. We, we shared the mirrors together and stuff like that. And, and I told her, I said, honey, you look beautiful. This, we were in uh, Indiana somewhere and we were all at a pastor's home, a beautiful home. And, and a anyway, big home. It's got to be 10, 12 bedrooms. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, Easily. But, but anyway, then I went across everybody else and said, you look good today. And everybody was like, thank you. And then I hit Joe on the stairs, the last one. He was coming down the stairs. I was going up and I said, Joe, you look good today. And Joe said, I know. Yeah, he, he he's very thankful to God for how God made him. <laughs> so, but back to the knuckleheaded thing. So we went to Kroger. We After did. our five-mile walk. We did. And we went to get, you know, this food. Oh, the diet. I'm like, how did we get onto, onto that I, subject? I, I, but, um, I don't know. Anyways, we each had to pull, pull, take a card in, push a card into Kroger that was left in our the parking, parking in our parking spot. And you know what? Because I rented Be, a van. And we don't want to damage it. Yeah. You know, not that we ever want to damage our own vehicles. I mean, I did not choose to have my brand-new purchased brand new to me purchased minivan in a serious car accident um we never choose to damage our vehicles if you're i mean you're only a knucklehead if you choose to damage your own vehicle but all that aside be be respectful yeah. be respectful you know, of the people the around feet. you come on peeps you know if you've got a shopping car don't leave it out by your car Turn around, skip it do, back to the front yeah, like a little Yeah, do the kid. respectful thing. Put one thing. foot on the back and run along and, and, and just let that cart drive you. Cruise along, smile, enjoy life. Wave to people. Wave to people. Make them smile. Say hi. You know, I know you have a mask on and, and I get all that. And wear your mask, folks. We don't want anyone to get sick. If you, you know, if you're out doing, if they make you wear a mask, wear it. I mean, I, I had mine under my nose. People, Pull it down and smile at nose. people. Yeah, give Flash a smile from time. Anyway, we're on Psalm number 68. And there's a lot of Psalm here. There and is a lot of we're Psalm. We're going to the first 10 verses of Psalm 68. And it said, let God arise. Now, this is the last of those four Psalms that we talked about bringing praise. Let God, the praise Psalms. Let God arise. Let his enemies be scattered. Let them also that hate him flee before him. As smoke is driven away, so drive them away. As wax melteth before the fire, so let the wicked perish at the presence of the Lord. Hmm. But let the righteous be glad, and let them rejoice before God. Yea, let them exceedingly rejoice. Sing unto God, sing praises to his name. Extol him that rideth upon the heavens by his name Jah, Jehovah, and mm -hmm. rejoice before him. A father of the fatherless and a judge of the widows is God in his holy habitation. God has setteth the solitary in families. He bringeth out those which are bound with chains. The rebellious dwell in a dry land. O God, when thou wentest forth before thy people, when thou didst march through the wilderness, Selah, the earth shook, the heavens also dropped at the presence of God. Even Sinai itself was moved at the presence of God, the God of Israel. Thou, O God, didst send a plentiful rain, whereby thou didst confirm thy inheritance when it was weary. Thy congregation have dwelt therein. Thou, O God, has prepared of thy goodness for the poor. Wow. Psalm 68 is pretty cool, talking about praising God and talking about everything God has done for people. It's messianic in nature, and we'll get to that in a little while. 
talking about Jesus in verse 18. They, we point to that in Ephesians 4, 8. But I was just thinking as we were going through this, right away when you start, you say, well, where's the praise? And then you hear it, let God arise, let yeah. his enemies be scattered. Let them that also hate them flee from before them. So what is that telling you right out there? Well, I think David, you know, when you picture somebody arising, you think of a king standing up and that demanding respect. Yeah. And David is starting off this psalm with demanding respect for God. Um, he is he is proclaiming that God demands respect and he makes this proclamation, let his enemies be scattered. Let them also that hate him flee before him. In other words, God doesn't have to say anything. All he has to do is arise. All he has to do is stand up Yeah. and his enemies flee. And, you know, that's a powerful thing. When it we, is. In the day in which we live, too, I mean, we live in a day where fear, fear is the, is the code word for, I mean, everything's about fear. Everything's about making people um, cower or making people check, you know, we're afraid of a virus. We're afraid of everything and <laughs> we're terrified and as it talks about in philippian be terrified of nothing because it lets your be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer and but it also says be terror not to be be not terrified well god doesn't give the spirit of fear because of the spirit of perdition yeah i don't but, remember those, but anyway but he the enemies of god yeah will be filled filled with a holy terror a holy fear of god because david is proclaiming his glory, his majesty. And as he goes through and describes, he says his smoke is driven away. Smoke, we picture that vapor, that passing, fleeting. As as it's driven away, let them, um, so drive them away. As wax melteth before the fire, you think of a candle, and as that heat goes, it just and yeah, disintegrates. Yeah, candle it. just drip down to nothing, just yes. burn. Just, so like, let the, the wicked perish. Like in perish. the Star Wars movie, remember that? It just... <laughs> Vaporizes. Yeah, just... Just in, in the witch and in and in, uh, uh, in, in, you know the call of the golden path. Uh, oh, oh, we're off to see yes. the wizard, wizard um, of ours. I was like, what's the title? I, yeah, yeah, she reminds me a lot of Hillary Clinton. But anyway, <laughs> or Hillary Clinton reminds me a lot of her. But you know, there, there's so much going on here, and mm. uh, but let the righteous be glad. Boy, we need to be glad. That but, that but there is powerful. It is. And in other words, we are to be the opposite. When you are in, there is a sense in which we can come boldly before the throne of grace. Yeah. We are clothed in the righteousness of Christ. It's not that we are any better than anyone else. But when you have accepted the free gift of salvation, you have, are a child of God. You are clothed in his righteousness. Yeah. And we get to be glad. We get to rejoice instead of fleeing away from God. Yeah. We get to rejoice before him. Let them exceedingly rejoice. In exceedingly, other words, again, raising our game on praise. Yeah. The raise on praise. Is, praise is a raise. This, is, this isn't just a... It's a different level, it's not, man. Exactly. It, it's, it's rejoicing on steroids. Rejoice in the Lord. Oh, rejoice in the Lord. Yeah. It's it's a powerful form of rejoicing. It's rejoicing that has power behind it. There's power in the blood. Sing unto God. Sing praises to his name. She blew off that power in the blood I, right away. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I didn't I wasn't that I blew it off. I just no, wanted right. to it's emphasize. Right. Move on to the next I'm with you, man. I'm exceeding rejoicing will result in us praising God. It will result in us singing. It will rejoice in us singing this power in the blood. But yeah. <laughs> Do you want me to sing part of theirs? No, no, I haven't okay. picked the song yet. But it yeah, says, we actually sing did pick a song. Did I? Yeah. Oh, good. I'm glad I did. 
But we don't have to let the people know. We, we don't want to let them see behind the veil. I didn't tell them what song it is. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Good. All right. All right. <laughs> and uh, sing unto God. Sing praises to his name. Extol him that rideth upon the heavens by his name, Jehovah, and rejoice before him. You know, I think, uh, okay, so I just got to say this. This needs to be said. You know how those people on testimony time turn into bragamony time at church? Yeah. Well, I just want to say that my yeah. God, and you know, some of it's good. Don't get me wrong. I understand that, you know, save me. And, I, and I've seen some of the craziest, most embarrassing uh, testimonies ever in the entire world. Don't get me wrong. But this isn't about bragamony. This is about you rejoicing before him. Yeah. And, and testimony is important. The Bible tells us to do that. But it doesn't tell us to have bragamony. You know no. what I mean by bragamony, yes. right? You've yes. been at those Thanksgiving services where the same person gets up and tells all the stories. About the themselves. Story. Yeah. 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 And God did this for me and God did that for me. And well, God... and I think it's more, I think um, true praise to God is, is telling what he is doing mm -hmm. in our life or... It's in the end, it's about us being a channel of him. Um, if, you're, if your testimony quote is turns into a mini sermon of you preaching to someone else in the service, that is not a testimony to who God is. You might be a knucklehead. Let's save that for next time because I'm going to need one. But anyway, okay. here we go here. And, and then looking at five, this, this, I mean, this is something profound. This is a verse that we've talked about together. But, but God is a father of the fatherless and a judge of the widows is God in his holy habitation. And I mean, so you see that, you know, a father to the fatherless. And what does that mean to you? Wow. That's yeah. a profound question. <laughs> That's why I asked. To, to me, a father to the fatherless, that verse is a comfort. To me, that verse gives me a reason I can go to sleep at night because I can go to God and say, you're my children. You're the father to my children now. And they're in your care. Yeah. And you love them more than I do. Um, it's a comfort. It's a verse of comfort to me. It's a verse that when my kids are being messed over, be it physically, um, yeah, be it mentally, spiritually, right. emotionally, yeah. psychologically, and that has ha all of those things have happened since Charles died. They have been messed over in ways that when I think about too long, my blood starts to boil. Yeah. And I can go to God and say, God, your children are being messed with. Yeah. And would you be a defense to them as their father? And a judge of the widows. Let me tell you, you do widows wrong. You know, people out there bad-mouthing widows. I won't say this because you're a widow, so I don't want to make it seem like you're saying something. But I, don't mess with widows. God's a judge for the widows. He's a judge of the widows. He's a judge for the widows. He's, uh, uh, let me tell you, if you're doing widows wrong out there, you're not, you're not in good standing with God. That's all I want to say. And, and, uh, and then it goes on. But and, look, and, and I am an advocate for widows. So if a widow comes to me I and widows. I find out that you're messing, messing her over, you're on my blacklist, period. Just, yeah, just made giving you the, the warning. Yeah, and Stephanie used to be such a calm, laid-back individual. <laughs> and uh, she used to be more mellow. Uh, 
But I'm, I'm glad she's got a little bit of fire, you know, and, and so we need some fire out there, folks. But God said it, <laughs> the solitary in families, he bringeth out those which are bound with chains, but the rebellious dwell in a dry land. Hmm. You know, God can unchain us. He can unshackle us. God alone can take care of those chains. He can yank them off. He can do that. But I think verse 7, look at that. Oh, God. When thou wentest forth before thy people, when thou didst march through the wilderness, Selah, the earth shook. The heavens also dropped in the presence of God. Even Sinai, and I've been there. Man, that's a God-forsaken place. Even Sinai itself was moved at the presence of God, the God of Israel. When God marches, when he marches his troops, we're going to be part of that. You know, in eschatology and end times and prophecy, so eschatology means prophecy. So if you hear of a prophecy conference, they're talking about end times, you know. and uh, Or new beginnings, depending on how you want to look at it. But I know this, we're coming back to earth. Yep, Emmy asks me, is Daddy kind of come riding down with Jesus on a horse? He is, yeah. I don't know how all that works out, marriage and relationships. As a matter of fact, I, there's nothing in heaven. There's nothing about marriage, but the Bible doesn't say anything about a parent-child relationship, what that looks like in heaven. You know, and there's a lot of things filled in. Yep. And we're all going to be like 33 years old, so it's going to be this weird oh, thing. Oh, I hope I'm not like I was at 33, Doug. Well, I don't, I don't think you're going to be chubby and pregnant and all that stuff. I think you're going to be uh, the appearance of Thanks, Christ. Doug. Now everybody knows what I look like at 33. I don't know what you looked at. I know you at 33. That's when you met me. Oh, okay. But um, I wasn't pregnant. But I thought she was like 25, okay? So, uh -huh, yeah. yeah, so I'm trying to come back from that and probably going to move on to another <laughs> verse as quick hey, as can I go? Hey, can I go back? Yeah. The phrase in verse 6, there's a, there's a powerful verse. It says, God setteth the solitary in families. He mm. bringeth out those which are bound in chains. You know, there is a beautiful picture there of what God can do for those who have been through trauma. Yeah. Those who have been maybe rejected by, by their, maybe their physical family. Um, maybe yeah. they've been messed over by their physical family. And God says, but God says he setteth the solitary. In other words, those that feel alone, those that feel forsaken, he puts them in families and you and I have talked and you know, yeah. have the kids and I been messed over? Yeah. yeah. But has God given us an incredible family? Yes. I mean, I still have my parents and they are the most your, awesome your family the in the world. Ever, man. I love But them, God man. has expanded our family. I could hang out with them 24-7. They're, they're awesome. They are. Yeah. They are. I'll brag on them. But then he says. I, I like the way you moved through that pick the nose thing without talking about it. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah. He bringeth out those which are bound in chains. And you know, PTSD, trauma, abuse, those things. Shackles you. It does. But God makes a promise here that he bringeth out those which are bound. And, and folks, some of you may be shackled through all kinds of different things that are going on. You know, this, there's people that go through so much junk. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, you just don't leave that junk behind you. It just doesn't automatically disappear. Well, we, we, it's talked about in Hebrews. We have to lay aside the weights. Chains are weights. Come and unto me all. All you that labor and are heavy laden. Yeah. And that just that just stood out. Today, brethren? It yeah. stood out to me as a beautiful thing that God promises to bring out those which are bound in chains. 
But if you choose to rebel, if you want to stay in that nasty spot, fine, you can stay in a dry land. But God offers to be the chain breaker. And that's a beautiful, beautiful thing that's there in verse 6. And then we get to 7 in, in that area we were talking about, yeah, about where God Sinai. marches before us. Yeah. And then, Thou, O God, did send a plentiful rain, whereby, mm. in verse 9, Thou didst confirm thine inheritance when, uh, when it was weary. Thy congregation have dwelt therein. Thou, O God, has prepared of thy goodness for the poor. God's ahead of us. He's prepared for the poor. He's prepared for the fatherless. He's prepared for the widows. He's prepared for those who are handcuffed and shackled. He's prepared for those who are stuck in bad times. He's prepared. He's take, he promises to care for us. And I think that's the beautiful part of this. He, he, there, he talks about the widow. He talks about the orphans. He are fatherless. He talks about the poor. He talks about those that are bound. He talks about those that are lonely, that don't have a family. He covers this whole spectrum and says, I'm, I'm going to take care of you. It's, it's like the specifics of the verse. I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. And he won't, folks. And, and I, think that, uh, I think we're at a place. This is a great place to talk about the practicality of this. And the practicality of this is we, we all have some bonds from something. Yeah. Uh, you know, can I be upfront with you? Everybody alive has something. Uh, every marriage has their problems. You might look from the outside and say, oh, that perfect, that person's perfect, that person's beautiful, that marriage is great, this and that. But the truth is we're all in bonds and God is the king of taking those bonds away, of breaking those shackles, of changing things, of making a difference. And, you know, God can help you through those things. He marches ahead of us. Yes, he promises that he He is always there as our rock, our fortress. And what's the bottom line with all this? I mean, where do we, uh, what's the bottom line with all this? Well, I think that for me, when I look at these verses, the bottom line is it gives me confidence. It gives me rest. It helps me be able to rest in the Lord. Yeah. To know that he, he, if he promises he's a father to the fatherless, he is. even if I don't feel he is at the moment, I can claim this promise. He, he says he's the judge of the widow. There have been many times I have felt like he isn't. <laughs> and yet I can go to that verse and say, God, this is who you say you are. So would you do this? Mm. And it helps give me the the ability to rest and stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Hallelujah. And so I had already picked a song. I've got to be up front with you. I'm stuck between two. So what song did I pick? A Mighty Fortress is Our God. That's right. And our God is a mighty fortress. Why don't you go ahead and give that to us today? Okay. A mighty fortress is our God, a bulwark never failing. Our helper, he amid the flood of mortal ills prevailing. For still our ancient foe doth seek to work us woe. His craft and power are great, and armed with cruel hate. On earth is not his equal, and though this world with devils filled should threaten to undo us, 
We will not fear, for God hath willed His truth to triumph through us. The Prince of Darkness grim, We tremble not for Him, His rage we can endure. For lo, his doom is sure. One little word shall fell him. That word above all earthly powers, no thanks to them abideth. The Spirit and the gifts are ours. Through him who with us sideth, let goods and kindred go, this mortal life also, the body they may kill, God's truth abideth still. His kingdom is forever. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you, but God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at woundedspirits.com.